Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome and thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. My name is Zach, I'm here with Laura. Happy New Year. Um, It is January 2024. Uh, We are talking today about kind of some reflections on 2023, some cool things that happened to us, some weird things that happened to us. We're talking about themes and resolutions for 2024. It's crazy to me that this is our 301st episode. Thank you so much for hanging around. I just want to express my gratitude to you for continue to listen to what we have to say. I hope that you find something helpful here. I hope that you are continuing to choose your relationship, learning how to say I do again and again in ways that are edifying to you and that help you feel more like the person that you want to be. Um, We talk a little bit about that in this episode. This is a very cool conversation. Stick around. How's your Christmas? It was weird, man. It was weird. It's weird. I just had a really hard time getting in the holiday season. I think oh, that no. this Christmas could come and go and I could completely forget it, to be perfectly honest. It just... 2023, um, you mean? We like, were, or just like Christmas in y- general? Yeah. No, 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 no. Just this Christmas. There, We didn't have snow. It's been, uh, you know, like unseasonably warm here in Bend, meaning it's like still in the 30s, in the 30s oh, and no. 40s. Well, so there's no snow. Um we are in this townhouse right now because we're renovating and we yeah. don't have room or access to our, our holiday decorations. So we didn't decorate. Uh, what else? It just, it, it doesn't feel like Christmas to me. We weren't with like all, all of our family. We just had our two moms um, that we celebrated with, which was wonderful, but it just didn't feel like Christmas. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry about that. How about for you? It was fine. Uh <laughs> I mean, we had everybody in town, like uh, Rebecca's brother and his kids came in and, uh, <laughs> you know, we had the whole bit, like four days of, of activities and, you know, Christmassy mm-hmm. things and, you know, so maybe the opposite. Um, yeah. It was, it's weird though. You know, my kids are 17 and 21 and so yeah. it's just a different style of Christmas, particularly on Christmas morning at our house where everybody wakes up at like 11 and we're yes. just like, we're just like, hey, oh. what did everybody do for Christmas? But we 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 kept our traditions and we we did the stuff and uh, it was fine. Uh-huh. I think it was actually it was actually pretty nice. Yeah. Oh well, that's great. And I, I liked we having had the that extra week between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like it was like long this year. Last year Thanksgiving was so late, mm. and so it was just mm-hmm. like boom, 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 boom. boom. And yeah. This yeah. was like pretty drawn out, which is nice. Yeah. So, I don't we, know. so if you slept in till 11, we slept at my mom's house. We went to my mom's house to um, like we brought all the all the gifts over to her tree 
and we did Christmas Eve dinner there. We made prime rib. It was amazing. And then my mom set up three twin beds all in a row and she called it the barracks, which I, is, is that a military term? I don't know. What yeah, it definitely means. is. Yeah. Okay. No, it's a, Which my mom's yeah, ex-military, yes. so that makes sense. Or I guess once military, always military. Anyway. Sure. Um, so Holden rolled over starting at 2.30 every 30 minutes. What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? So we woke up finally at, at 5 a.m. Ryan let him loose and let him go grab his stocking. And he undid the stocking in the barracks. And then um, we made him wait until 6 or 6.30 before mm. he could wake up the grandmas um, and actually do. But we have one Christmas tradition, which is fun. And we do it in honor of Gary Heck, uh, my husband's father-in-law who passed away. If you've been listening for a while, you kind of follow that journey. Mm-hmm. He, we make fizzes and it's kind of fun. So have I ever told you about the the Christmas fizzes that we make? No. It's um, it's ice cream, vodka. Uh, this is kind of fun. It might, maybe this we're like turning, this is like a nine, nine or 10 a.m. Because basically what happens is you wake up at 5 a.m. You undo all of your Christmas presents. Then you might have a little something. Uh, we had bacon and cinnamon rolls. And then once you kind of start looking around at each other, like, okay, it's 9 a.m. What do we do with the rest of our day? We make fizzes. And uh, so you start off in in a blender, just sort of basically making uh, it's ice cream. And then you blend in orange essence or orange elderberry flower, orange, like an orange mm, essence that 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 ought to do Um, and vodka. And then you pour club soda in the bottom of a glass and then you float the ice cream vodka mixture and it is delicious. And then by Mm. 10 a.m. you're napping and it's kind of like a nice, you know, up and down. Yeah. So that's our right Christmas up. tradition in honor of pop. Cool. That's all we got. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, hey, before yes. I have to tell you the story, cause I told you I have a funny story. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I was coming home. We, we live or we're currently living in a gated community where there's a, someone who you have to talk to them and they say, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they open up the gate and they let you in. Mm-hmm. And it's this wood, wooden sort of, uh, what do you call it? Arm that comes down. Mm-hmm. And I was coming in and I was at the box. And uh, so this is like the second place and I'm punching in the number. And then all of a sudden the arm goes up and I'm in the sprinter van. And so I pull forward and then I, I hear rubbing. So mm-hmm. the van is rubbing on the arm and I can hear it. And I look up and I can see the arm Santa. kind of hitting the side of the- You can look the... up and see Santa. No. <laughs> and I saw Santa. I can see the arm hitting the side of the sprinter van. And um, and so I just continued to pull forward. I looked in the rearview mirror. I can still see the arm. And I went, oh man, geez, that's a pain in the butt. Why did Why was it rubbing on the van? I've gone through this thing a million times. So I park, I come home, I tell Ryan. Ryan's like, golly, lady, what's wrong with you? And this morning, um, at eight in the morning, knock, 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 I have the maintenance men that take care of the golf club around here. And they've come to collect the second half of their sign. And the second half of the sign is on top of the sprinter van. And don't tell me, I don't know how they figured out that, like, I I didn't realize it broke off, but apparently I broke half of it off and it was on top of the sprinter. So then they're showing Ryan the video and they're like, well, we can clearly tell that it was your video. I was like, I'm not denying the fact that it hit. I'm just, I don't know why your, your sign decided to come down while I was pulling through. And um, Ryan goes into total litigator mode. I mean, he is ready to defend until the end. And uh, anyway, so 
I feel very lucky and fortunate to have my husband go into that mode, but it is the second time in like two days that I've, I'm uncomfortable with the level of, I would just say like uh, defensiveness that my husband takes with mm. other people. It just it makes me so cringy to see him get, I don't know, confrontational with other, other people. Yeah. He needs to go What'd back you to say? Work. It's my job. I know he, he needs to go back to work. He needs to go back. I know. <laughs> He's doing an awesome job, though. I have to tell you, this has been the best Christmas break because I just get to go to my office and work, and I know that my son and my husband are off doing something awesome for the day. It's pretty great. Okay, so that's my story. I'll tell you how the saga unfolds if I end up paying for it or if they're like, yeah, we don't know why that sign started to come down or the, what do they call that? The lever? We kind of had a similar thing happen. We, We... Uh, one of my kids backed into a car across the street and we, we like Ugh. had a debate for like, I don't know, 20 minutes whether or not like, to leave Like, why was your car parked there? <laughs> yeah. We're like, do we leave a note? Do we mm-hmm. just go? Do we not? You know, da, da, da. And like, we had this real crisis of, I don't know what to call it, crisis of like faith or whatever, but it was like, oh man, I hate that. So we left the note because it's the right thing to do. And then we got yeah. the call like two days, like yesterday or something. Hey. Found, oh, it's recent. Note. Yeah. It was like just, just over Christmas. Oh, well. So, yeah. Oh no! Yeah, is so it I bad? recognize your story. No, it's not bad. I would not get my car fixed, but I don't know anything about this other person. Um, oh it's just well, a yeah, of straight. course. Yeah, you definitely have stretch. to fix that. That'll mess with their value. If you're anything like me, at the end of any year, you take stock of where you're at. You take stock emotionally, relationally, physically. That's why New Year's resolutions are a thing, but also financially. And we've used Rocket Money to help us do that. The other day, I got charged for a service that I subscribed to forever ago. Honestly, I'd completely forgotten about it because it was one of those annual charges that I stopped using it after a few months. I tried to cancel it, and the only way to do that was to call their customer service number. But I don't call people. I don't like talk to people on the phone, and they're only available from 10 to 5. And so what did I do? Nothing. All I did was click a button on the app on Rocket Money, and they took care of it. So if you're looking for a way to get a handle on your finances, I can't recommend Rocket Money enough. Again, we use it for our kids. We use it for ourselves. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and it helps lower your bills. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap, and I never have to get on the phone with customer service. And again, that's great for me because I don't like talking to people. They'll even try to give you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com MTR. That's rocketmoney.com slash MTR. It's a great way to save a little money and take back control of your finances in the new year. Rocketmoney.com slash MTR. Again, happy new year from Marriage Therapy Radio and from Rocket Money. I had a question for you that I've been thinking about oh. that I wondered about. Okay. That I Somebody asked me and I don't think I know the answer. Have mm. you, Laura, ever had your heart broken? No. Mm-mm. Nope. I was, uh, I went through some college years where I was trying out relationships for the first time and they were not good relationships. There was really no like agreement. It was college relationships. So, well, I guess some people have real relationships. I was just sleeping around and, um, Mm. and I guess I had expectations as to what that meant. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say that in college, I did not have any real relationships. I just mm-hmm. had college hookups that I probably wanted to have more commitment, but it was not mm-hmm. an official agreement. Right um, Ryan has hurt me in our 
history of being together, but has I, he's also healed me. So I would not say I've oh, ever had that's my heart really broken. sweet. That's really sweet. I know. Is that sweet? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had your heart? You have. Because I've heard have. about this breakup. Yeah. 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 Was I it a have. Samantha? Did I remember no. her name? No. No, Shoot. it was. Did you date the, a Samantha? <laughs> no, I never dated a Samantha. I dated this girl in college okay. though, that I thought was the one she was going to be like, she was it. And I was thinking now about how I must have been 19 or 20 when we dated. She was a year behind me. So maybe I was 18, 19. She was like 17, 18. And I was more in love than I think any 19 year old had a right to be. Like it was, I don't know. Wow. It was crazy. And, and, and I think about how, what an idiot, like what an idiot, my 17 and 19 year old children right now are complete idiots and any version of them being in love, I'm just like, mm, sorry about that. But no, nope. yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about it lately. I, I remembered this story. Let, let, um, can I tell you this story? I don't know if I ever told you this yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is just us catching up because we haven't seen each other for a <laughs> while. So if there's me. any, anything she of wisdom. She broke up with me after... Uh, she broke up with me and I told her, I said, this mm-hmm. is a bad decision. I think you should not do yeah. this. This is the worst decision of your whole life. And <sighs> she was like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. So that conversation you might remember ended with, uh, let's go get some ice cream. So we did. We went and got ice cream. And then that was kind of it. Yeah. And I went back to my college. She went back to her college. I don't think I ever told you this part. Let's say her name was Laura Heck, right? And um, mm-hmm. she was dating. She started dating a new a new boy. And his name was, yeah. I've been listening to James Taylor a lot lately. So like, let's just oh, say that James. His, his, let's just say his name was James Taylor. Anyway. Okay. Um, so I, 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 I love William and Mary where I went to school and I went to, I had all my rituals and my routines, including walking to class in this one building Tucker that I went to every single time. And I had to walk down this one like brick pathway and there's this tree on the way. And the trees have these, they're, they have carvings in them. So people just carve in these trees and William and Mary is 300 50 years old. So these carvings can yeah. be however many, it could be decades old, could be a hundred years old, whatever. This one tree on the way to my class, it's got plain as day, big old heart. And right in the middle, it says LH plus JT. So Laura Heck plus James Taylor, which is right. Yes. Absolute torture every day of my life that I was watching. You had to see it. Did you, <laughs> did you carve it or was that? No, I didn't carve it. Nobody, somebody carved it a hundred years ago. And it just was this daily reminder ha- oh. that that uh, that Love. she'd made the worst mistake of her whole life, and I had to pay for mm-hmm. it by walking by this tree while she dated. How James long Taylor. did it take you to heal? I'm just wondering a from year. a breakup Took where, me about a year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I did have. Um, well, there, actually, there's two answers mm-hmm. to that question. I think okay. functionally, it took me about a year because I was a I was a complete mess that whole year. I did not. I didn't, I dated like randomly and I couldn't get my head together. And I was still convinced that we were going to get back together. And I went home for fall break and, and I think we got together and we had a date and I was like, this is it. We're getting back together. I just know we're getting back together. And we did, that didn't happen. So, um, <laughs> but I think I told you this part too, when I met Rebecca finally, and I knew that I was going to marry Rebecca, I was living in Pennsylvania and I drove to this girl's house like six hours to, to break up with her. To tell her to that we were never getting yeah. back together. <laughs> she was like, I know. I know we're never getting yeah. back together. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you do. I don't know if you mm-hmm. do know because I wasn't just sure. Needed, <laughs> yeah, just needed you to know. Yeah. What? Okay, you were at 19 at the time? Three, and I was still an idiot, man. Yeah, I guess I was trying to, I was mm. trying to piece it together. I was 18, I think, when we met, and then 19. No, I was 19 when we met, and 
20 when we broke up. And so okay. I think wow. she was 17 when we met and 18 when we broke up. Or maybe it was, I don't know. It and doesn't it matter. it took you a year. Oh, yeah. Did you ever and, go and down And Abby is your... like whining about her college boyfriend right now. Like she still is like, oh, this guy from freshman year. And I was like, oh, are we still talking about that? And then I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess mm -hmm. so. I talked about it for yep. 30 years. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're still talking about it. I'm still talking Thanks, about Samantha. it. Thanks, Samantha. Thanks, Samantha. Appreciate you. Um, I was, you know, Kim. you said I was such Kim. a bonehead. I, Kim, I was telling my mom, uh, I, the gift I gave my parents, I said this, and I try and say this often because I'm realizing it as a parent, you're only as happy as your children are happy. So when your you children are happy Wait, this and This is a thing that you think is true or this is a thing that you're yes. testing out? No, I think it's, I, I'm actually, I'm kind of testing it out. Like when you're, okay. when your kids are succeeding, they're happy, they're healthy, they they have passions in life, they have self-confidence. Like when those things are aligned, you are happy. But when you're when your child is struggling and they're in a tough spot, you struggle. And there's I think that that is true. My mom's always said, I'm I'm always most happy when you're happy. And I was like, Isn't okay, that cool. Called codependence? So <clears throat> a little bit, but you know what? That's what <laughs> that is a little bit of codependence, but I think it's a lovely sentiment. And well, I think it it's accurate as well. And I, well, it can be. I think, you know, if we think about it's New Year's, right? And I think about what's New Year's all about. I I think I think I'm really working on trying to be happy independent of my kids' happiness. Mm. Like I think mm -hmm. I think next year I'd like to be But you're at that age. Okay. You're, so like, your that kids, is like your, your mom was talking are, about you. That's okay. I think there's interdependence. Age. Is that the, Maybe. yeah. I mean, I think that you are at a, at the age where kids are identifying their own unique identity. Like they are individuating from you and that's the, yeah. at 16, 14, 15, 16, 17, like that's, that's the yeah. life skill that they have to pass through. But in okay. general, I'm not talking about codependence. Don't push on me on yeah. codependence. This is a nice no. sentiment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, fun. Here's the gift that I gave my mom and my mother-in-law. I said, I want you to hear me. We have had a really like hard, mm, we've had some bumps in the road in the last, yeah. I would just say like year, in the last year. Like we've had some health stuff. We've had actually like some pretty solid health stuff. We spent a uh -huh. lot of time in urgent care and emergency room in the last yeah. six months. But yeah. I said, given all of these things, I want you to know that our little nugget, our little three best friends and two little buddies. That's our, that's what uh -huh. our new theme is. Yeah. Cause we're yeah. the three best friends with two little buddies. Oh, and um, I have the dogs. So we're very, yeah, 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 yeah. So we're very happy and we're very in love and, um, and we're secure and we feel really safe. And I just want you to know that because I know that if, if I can give you anything, which I can't, I mean, people are like, I don't know what to give somebody that has everything. Give them the security of knowing that you are okay and that you're mm -hmm. happy. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what we're doing with these Christmas cards that we send around, which by the way, I'm going to segue to that in just a second. But you know how you send Christmas cards and it's pictures and you're you're all yeah. matched up and you're smiling and you're like, happy yeah. holidays. Yep. Maybe yep. the sentiment behind that is supposed to be, I want you to know that we are still, we're okay. You know, like I'm okay, you're okay. Yeah. And as long as you know we're okay, that's the gift I'm giving to you is knowing that we're fine. I so, appreciate that. I don't know, because it's pretty rare that you send these holiday cards around and you're like, it's been a shit year and I'm really mm -hmm. struggling and this is all the crappy so stuff that's going on in our household. Nobody says that. I do. Right? Yeah. 
Okay, can we talk about your Christmas card now? Yeah, yeah. When am I going to get mine? Uh, I'm writing it tonight. Um, okay, so I, you we, haven't written it because I was I was taking no, it personal. Yeah, no, no, nobody's gotten it. We're writing it tonight. I'm writing it tonight. We we on purpose waited because uh, our Christmas, our holiday sentiment, our annual sentiment is a little less holiday-centric and more uh, sort of annual-centric. And the reason is because all of us traveled internationally this year. Um, and Abby just got to London today. She just landed in London wow. like, this morning for her first international trip. She's studying abroad right now. So she's oh. sending us a picture from London, and then all of our pictures will be about each of us traveling internationally. Um, That's so cool. And then the when sentiment are you that goes visit with her? it. I'm not. She's only there for three weeks. So she's on an adventure oh, all by herself. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right yeah. on. But but we're, um, you know, I started that letter about 15 years ago, my letter, in, in response to what you're describing. I, I could yeah. not handle all the people sending me the perfect the, pictures the, and, the, yeah. and the it's been a wonderful life kind of stories about their, mm-hmm. their life. And I was right. I started writing my letter because I wanted to tell the truth. I wanted to be like, this is what it's like. This is the challenges. This is what. Yeah. And so we would even send pictures of our family in disarray, like just sort of like not. Uh huh. We had, one of my favorite Christmas card pictures is us. Like it was like we had a photo shoot in the backyard, and then there's one like outtake of like that nobody uh-huh. kind of knew that the picture was being taken, and um, yeah, and it's more indicative of what our family really looks like because Abby's just distra- Abby's taking right. a picture of herself, and Rebecca's trying to do something, <laughs> and Mary's playing a video game on the phone, and I'm just looking at the camera like this is what it is. This is what it is. I yeah. love that picture. This so is much. the real life. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I appreciate too that people love that letter because mm-hmm. it is it does feel like a um it does feel like a responsibility I have at the end of the year. I've had a number of people write me and say, "Where is the letter? Where is the where's letter? my Christmas letter? Yeah, is it does it rhyme? I forget. I can't remember if you like do it to a tune or if no, it rhymes or it's I, just no, a letter. It's not. It's just a. It's just a. It's just a me writing kind of what you I know, the way I write. Yeah. It would be kind of nice. Now we're in a topic that I don't think we've uh, ever intended to get into, but just thinking about like authenticity, we've mm-hmm. been off of social media. Uh, our family's been off of social media for, I don't know, six months or whatnot. And I haven't put any updates since summer. And mm-hmm. I'm happy about that. And I'm thinking through that of like, what does that look like long term? And the reality is that I don't really know what's going on in people's lives unless I have a conversation, taking it back to real talk. And Mm -hmm. pick up the phone and say, hey, like, tell me about your Christmas Mm -hmm. or what's the last six months been like in your family? And if I'm relying on Instagram to tell me about how people are doing, that's going to be a whole lot of fallacy. And Mm -hmm. if I'm relying on Christmas cards to tell me about how people are doing, also false. Mm -hmm. So I I think it would be kind of a fun trend to send an annual update where it is the truth. It's like, here's what's really going on. And I don't know, I think I would feel a lot closer to people if there was that level of vulnerability Mm -hmm. in our holiday updates. Yeah, I think so. I mean, nobody's ever accused me of being inauthentic. So I I don't think I could write a letter that wasn't um, reflective of reality. And the reality is that life is hard. It's a challenge. It's a slog. Like things things are hard. But I actually feel like, you know... The holidays, if in quotes, are a time to sort of like pretend that it's not. And I, I don't know. I just kind of soaked it up a little bit. I, I watched Hallmark movies, and Hallmark knocked it out of the park this year. I don't know if we talked about that already, but they, they were no, we haven't really. They did good this year. Um, 
Do they have uh, um, same-sex relationships on the Hallmark no, movies? Are you noticing there's a that? Lot of, there's a lot of reason to be upset about Hallmark movies in terms of okay. inclusivity and yeah. that sort of thing. Like, um, yeah. They just started having like interracial relationships kind of creep in <gasps> a little what? bit. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, there's a lot of reasons to hate on Hallmark movies, but it brings us a measure of like joy and peace in our house. So we watch them and, sure. um, but you know, I have a favorite about, holiday movie, by the way. Yeah. Everybody has a favorite holiday movie. It's not, um, what, what did you ask me if it was a holiday movie or was that my husband? Well, I, you two blend no, together. It was Die Hard, right? Like Die Hard. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, my favorite is The Holiday, and I was just watching oh, this Abby little clip. Reb. Abby and Rebs watched that. Yeah, they left that. Yeah, way. it's really cute. But there was it was this like meme where this guy is like, "Sure, I'll watch your favorite holiday movie," oh, yeah. and you're I've like, "Oh, oh, the, who's that character?" It's Jack oh, Black, and he's like, "Oh, this is delightful," <laughs> you know. And this is nice, and then it goes to Jude <laughs> Law, and you're like, Law. "Oh, I get it." <laughs> and then he puts his glasses on. You're like, "Are you kidding me?" And he starts talking. You're like, "An accent yeah. too? Come on now. Oh, you have two yeah, small yeah. children. Oh, I'm." slipping off my chair anyway yeah. he's pretty dreamy in that okay um i'm um, off my soapbox what, okay 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 let's do, let's let's think about new year's though because it's this is our new year's episode which means yeah. it's new year's eve or something no this comes out on january 2nd what is the what's the weirdest thing that happened to you this year in your practice in your like practice not in your life i mean gosh you think about I it i'll go first because i wanted to, i told you about this one the other day but I, I feel a lot better about it but um earlier this year i had Two, this is the weirdest thing that happened to me in my practice. I had two couples come in in the same week, both oh, that's because right, that's of right. an affair. Right. And it occurred to me during the second meeting, which was my first meeting with the the, the couple. So I had a first meeting with one couple and I had a first meeting with another couple. It occurred to me during the second meeting that the that the woman from the second meeting was the affair partner of the guy from the first meeting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy wow, this is yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, um, but it's kind of back to my, um, it just made me think like, this is a small world, which is kind of my, the theme of my international travel letter. That's going to be how, how it's just a small world, but basically just, um, that blew my mind. It turned it out not to be an issue because the, one of the couples just dropped out voluntarily and I didn't have to ever Phew. reveal that it was probably the, because the they deal. started talking. Maybe because they were still in touch. I'm going but. to couples therapist with my with my partner, yeah. my my husband or my wife. Oh, yeah. really? Who are you going to? Oh, Best guy, guy in town. Yeah. This guy James um, Taylor. He's really good. It's a good callback, right? You just you were just you've got just a friend. No, I don't know how that goes. But nope. um, mm -mm. that that was wild for me, and it makes me think. Like, yeah. I wonder, do you have wild stories? Like what was the weirdest thing that happened? No, I mean, I would love to, if you gave me some time to think about it, it's really funny because I had a moment as you were talking, you said, okay, you think about it, I'll talk. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't, I can't hear you. I can't listen to you. I'm trying, if I'm thinking of what I need else. to, yeah. And so I just said, I'm going to put that on the shelf. I don't need to come up with something. I'd rather listen to you, even though I know the story. Yeah. But that's, I had a meta moment there where I was kind of like, I wonder how many times people are trying to think about what they're going to say next and they have a hard time actually hearing Interesting. Yeah. the other person. Yeah. What's um, the coolest thing that happened to you this last year? Um, in my practice? Sure. Hmm. You know, I won't say that this is, I, I was really 
warmed, I guess, or I was encouraged. Yeah, that's probably the word. I was encouraged because I had a couple just recently come to me for their very first session and they are trying to get back together. Yeah. And I, I like that story of, yeah. hey, you know, we've done some time apart. We have, we've fallen out of love, we've uh-huh. healed, and now we're trying to figure out how do we put Humpty Dumpty back together again? It's lovely. Yeah. They have, they share a child together. And I was just really encouraged by that. And, and yeah. you know, the other piece of the story is that, just through talking to this one person, I said, it It sounds like you have a lot of cutoff in previous relationships, not just with like ex-partners, but cut off with family members where, and this is a, a bit of a trend that if anxiety or tensions mount so much, um, you're willing to basically say, enough's enough. I'm done talking to you. I will never talk to you. We're done. Mm-hmm. And we call that cutoff. And that's like kind of the most extreme, like the unwillingness to, to mm-hmm. dig in and do the healing work or uh, repair work. And he said, yep, that is 100% me. If somebody screws me, if somebody hurts me, if somebody doesn't hear me, whatever it might be, I'm just, I'm done with them. And I said, and yet, here you are in my office trying to mend and figure out mm-hmm. how to do relationship with your with your daughter's mom. Mm-hmm. And I was just really encouraged by that. So I don't know if that is cool. I mean, there's nothing super glamorous cool. about what we do. No, I yeah. think it's cool. I think it's cool. And it's the same thing I said to this this one couple that is that stayed with me after the their their whole affair situation. And, you know, I've got a lot of those because that's why people come into therapy. I just heard John uh-huh. say, um, 64% of couples in therapy present an extramarital affair. Like that that is huh. that seems high to me, but that's out of that's that I think seems that's out of a research me. study. But um, Yeah, I would say about a fourth of people that come to see me, that's the case. But what I tell every single one of those people is that that doing repair work is actually like the where it's at because when we're young and dumb, you know, if, you're, <laughs> if you meet your love at 19 or if you meet your love at 22 or whatever, and you decide to go all in, you're saying yes to something you have no idea what you're saying yes to. None. You, right. you have no right. concept of it. Um, but if you've said yes to somebody and you're in a relationship or maybe you've had a baby or, you know, and then you say no, mm. you, know, you cut them off or you have an affair right. or you have some kind of like just massive rift and then you say yes. Yeah. That's really powerful. That's really quite amazing, I think. Like I love couples who have a like a I don't love that they that they have trauma but I love that they have a trauma story that they've overcome and that has drawn them closer together and that that makes their sort yeah. of original their original commitment their original I do you know mean mm. more I think or not their original one but their new one mm-hmm. because it's based on wisdom and experience and knowledge and I think that that goes a long way so I I I say it a million times I've said it every time on this podcast like I have so much respect for my clients because they're doing something that a lot of people aren't are doing, which is asking for help. And yeah. I think when you fix something that's broken, it's actually stronger than it was before. And that is, I think that's the glamorous part of the work that we do is we, is we mm-hmm. give people an idea that that's possible. Mm. Um, I was just thinking as you were, actually I was, I was just listening to you. And then when you stopped talking, I started thinking uh-huh. <laughs> is uh, you know, I'm, I have this list going because you asked me, this is going to be the New Year's episode. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shoot, I don't have a New Year's resolutions yet. But what you were just talking about made me think about choosing Ryan. And <clears throat> I don't know if you ever asked this because I think it's a bit of a dangerous question is if if you were unattached, would you marry the same person? Would mm-hmm. you Would you still be attracted to this person before you? And that's a pretty 
That's a that's a sticky question. Yeah. Um, if you had to do it all over again, would you marry the same person? That's what you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the interesting part is that I, I don't know. I don't know. But me, I can tell you that I choose. I choose yeah. my partner every single yeah. day. Yeah. I think that's it. People ask me, what what makes relationships work? And I, I, I'm clear it's choice. Like it is, it is choice. Mm. It's not luck. It's not love. It's not karma. It's not fate. It's not compatibility. It's definitely mm. a choice. And, you know, this question, this question about what I do it all over again is a tricky one back even to what you said about your, you know, the way your kids feel is if I don't marry Rebecca, if I marry Kim instead, yep. Abby and Mary don't exist. And I think right. the world needs Abby and Mary. The world needs Holden. Right. So this, it's a kind of a moot mm -hmm. question. It's a fun experiment to play with, but I sort of go, do I wish, do I regret or do I wish, or do I, could I have had a different life? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, maybe, but the reality is that I'm, I think the world needs Abby and Mary. I, I do. I don't know what they're going to do yet, but that, that's just part of, the, I think, I don't know. That's part of how I think I've formed my sense of like, everything is okay. Everything's okay because it's a big world and everybody will find their place and it'll be a thing that, that you know, world continues to turn. So. Yeah. I'm thinking more of if I was not committed to my husband current mm -hmm. day, not mm -hmm. would I go back in time, but this idea mm -hmm. of like remarrying or renewing your vows or saying oh, yes okay. again, that, that sort of concept, because my husband is a hundred percent a different human being than, and mm -hmm. both of us are than when we met and started dating 18 years ago. Are we at 18 yet? Maybe it's 17. Um, what about this one? What about this 16. one? If something were to happen okay. to your marriage, and it just yeah. like went it went away. Like I don't want to imagine uh -huh. the tragic scenario that you're no longer married, sure. but you're you're, you're now you you are who you are now. I'm a single woman. Yeah. Do you re, do you get remarried? It's 2024. To somebody else? To somebody else. Like do you have a do you Laura Heck get remarried in in your life? Yeah, I think so. You do. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't mind going down. Rebecca's oh. like, definitely. Yes. A hundred percent. I'm definitely getting married. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, yeah. I'm glad that's clear. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think it's for everyone. The whole idea of, do you like legally get married? Do you get married as a, like a, a spiritual connection? Do you just commit and stay? I, I would, I'm very much a serial monogamist. I would not be able to do anything but that, but yeah, I would definitely repartner for mm -hmm. sure. And mm -hmm. uh, as far as like being married, um, I think I can still have the same commitment in my heart. The legal le legality of it has mm -hmm. never mattered to me, to my husband. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I have a question about this because I was in an interesting, I, I started thinking, by the way. I don't, do you think, do you pay attention to astrology? No. I mean, do you, as much you as don't. I know, I, I know I'm a Gemini and that that mm -hmm. means nothing to me, but that's about it. Yeah. I was swapping um, recently with a friend where I'm going to call him a friend. He's going to be my new friend. Uh, are you just friends or are you friends? We're just friends. No, not Wait, just friends. What, oh, not just, just friends? friends? We're is, friends. When you say we're just friends, that means something sketchy is going on. Oh, so oh got friend. it. Yeah. No, no, no. We're just no, friends. It's my friend. Um, mm, that's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a friend. And so uh, I... Does your calendar ever auto-populate um, birthdays of people where you're kind of like, okay, I, I sent them an email, like this is my window washing guy, and now all of a sudden he's on my Google calendar and it's his birthday? No. 
Mine does not do that. Oh, I there's there's something <laughs> where my my calendar will auto populate. My contacts will um, my contacts will have that for sure. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I think it's kind of fun because I like to look ahead and go, oh, that's so neat. Um, recently, it auto populated somebody's Chinese birthday, so I texted them on their Chinese birthday, which they were like unaware of. But um, <laughs> so anyway, I was swapping astrology, and and they sent me mine for my birthday, and I was like, dang, that is really accurate. And I don't know this new friend very well, but um, he said his was super accurate too. Yeah. And then I I remember clients telling me their astrology signs and why when I first interviewed them and they're like, and this is and why this. we are so compatible is because this sign mm-hmm. and this sign mesh, like, man, I, I don't know, maybe there's a therapist out there where that's their entire foundation oh, sure. of what they, yeah. I, I don't, I don't subscribe. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I don't know, dude. It's like if you, everyone born in this same 30 day period has the same core personality is like, doesn't really make sense to me. Um, no, so no, but I do think that when you are seeking, when you read those things and you're like seeking to find validation or truth that you can almost pick up any, if somebody was to hand me your astrology sign and say, here, Laura, this is yours. I'm going to scan through and I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to look and find, I'm going to go, Oh my gosh, this is so accurate. This is so true. And then I'm going to disregard the stuff that's not accurate yeah, go, or whoops, true. Oops, so I, this is Gemini. Sorry. And that yeah. is it, you know. like, Oh really? All right. Um, so what's on your list? Cause I started thinking about my new year's resolutions or what's well, your word? I, Do you have a word? I feel like we had this conversation last year, but I'm, you know me, I'm not like resolution guy. I don't really like I know, yeah. resolutions. Mm-hmm. I like themes. I'm, I'm, I think last year, you might remember my theme was flexibility because I was going to learn how to stretch in 2023. Yeah, that didn't happen. That did not happen. Uh, however, Mm-mm. I do think- Emotional like, stretching. Totally, 100%. And yep. learning how to be more flexible with some of my perspectives and some of my opinions and some of my hopes and aspirations, particularly for my kids. Like I, I definitely yeah. became more flexible in that space. So like I was talking to clients yesterday about this and sort of like, you know, what's the theme that will hold your intention for the year? Um mm. And I don't really know if I have one for 2024 yet. Um, I think I could probably afford to continue to work on flexibility. Um, I had this interesting question, like, you know, random discussion question that came up during uh, Christmas, but it was, if you could be smarter, funnier, or more athletic, which Mm -hmm. would you choose? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't really think I would benefit from being smarter. I'm not the, I'm not the smartest guy on the planet, but like, I don't, what would I do with being smarter? I don't know. Not too much. (laughs) I'm already hilarious. So that doesn't. That doesn't help. (laughs) So I chose more athletic in part because I want to stay alive. I want to stay alive and healthy. I really want to hang out with my grandkids. So I might still need to focus on something that feels more like not quite athleticism or flexibility, but something like, I don't even want to say health. It's a little too broad, but I Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've got this, I've got this desire to continue to mature um, Mm. and to stay, I don't know grounded or healthy or something, something like that. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Plus I'm not mm. really thinking about it right this second because February is the new January anyway. And I've got like 30 days to, to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I, <clears throat> I mean, I wish I had time to prepare, but I'm just going to kind of rattle these off because yeah, I, 
a couple of things that are on my mind. Um, when we move into our new house, uh, all of our belongings are in the garage. So if you're uh-huh. listening to this episode and you want a house full of items that you could easily break into, go to my house, which you can uh-huh. easily find on the internet. Um, and you can break into my house and steal all of my things. Um, so and they're in the garage. The but when we, yeah, actually, I've been doing that. That is something I was literally thinking about you where I was like, why do I keep relying on my husband to do this? I'm just going to break down the flipping boxes yeah. since we're swapping roles. So now I'm the box breaker and it's great. Um, the idea is that when we move back in, not a single item from the garage is able to enter the the threshold of the house without being having a space and being very purposeful. Vetted. And yeah. so I, I, it's a it's a fun way of being able to just kind of like declutter, organize, have purpose and meaning in everything that comes into the home. So I'm going to be very slow when it comes to moving back in, which hopefully is in February. That's one thing. Um, I have a couple of fitness goals. Every did I tell you about this? I signed up for it's called Baro Boren Braun. I'll have to look it up. Um, in Canada, in like Vancouver, British Columbia, or like British Columbia area, there's a bunch of these lakes that all sort of connect in kind of almost like a square pattern. And you start at one and you put in and you canoe for eight days and you come back to the original location. So it's a loop that Baron, I have to, I'm going to Google it because I want to, yeah, it's called the Boron Lake Circuit okay. and it's in Caribou. Uh Sure. British Columbia. And that's what I wanted to do for my birthday, for my 40th. So I signed up to do that July like 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th. And we're going to do the four-day loop with my kiddo. And it's kind of like backpacking, except for you're doing it via canoe. Mm. And I'm super pumped for that. But I am really trying to be purposeful with more of my energy in what lifts me up. And and when I take time off to do vacations, I'm finding that my girls trips are not fulfilling for me, but my adventure mm. trips are. So I'm trying huh. to be more adventurous. Mm. Um, I think I want to learn how to play the guitar. I'm putting that out there because mm. I... I too like James Taylor and I would like to be able to <laughs> sing James Taylor yeah. um, and play the guitar along with it. So Holden got a guitar for Christmas from my mom who plays the guitar. I played mm-hmm. a little guitar when I thought I was going to be a Christian rock singer um, yeah. when I was 19 years old. And yeah. so I just need to pick it back up. All you need um, is three chords and the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a couple of cool goals. Um, I'm going to do a couple of marathons this year, as you know, so if you're still, well, I guess at this point, people are probably entering the new year. So I'll hit you up for more yeah. money later. Yeah. <laughs> for the we'll we'll lean into that. I think uh, that'll be exciting. I hope that I hope that a marriage therapy radio family funds that goal. I don't know what it is yet. And I don't know if even if we've got it figured out. Plus we have that uh, mm-hmm. workshop coming up in February, which is fun. I know a handful of oh. my own clients are excited about that. So if you're looking for a way to kickstart the new year and February is the new January, we have a seven principles right. workshop coming up. I, I forgot about this goal that, uh, it's not a huge one, but me and our mutual friend and one other friend are mm-hmm. going to do We have two mutual friends. Are we talking about the male or the female now? The boy. Okay, um, got it. Uh, we're going to do 2,024 push-ups this year. Awesome. Which is, which is only like six a day, but that's, yeah, that's not approximately much. 2,020 more push-ups than I did last year. I think I probably uh, did four push-ups last year. Because I was like, nope, there. doing like this, not not doing this activity. But we uh, 
we we were batting around ideas because we were like, what, what, why don't we try to do? But you know, six push-ups a day yeah. I can handle. But that you know, you miss a it's day a, that you got to do twelve or you know. So totally, um, yeah. Oh uh, no, twelve. Twelve will really break you. But <laughs> have you seen where for a, a month, a month you do one push-up on one day, then the next day you do two push-ups, the next day yeah. you do four push-ups, and I think Something. it just it's yeah, it's not one two three, it's one two four eight. You're doubling. There's an app for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, my in the running community that I'm in, this is actually kind of fun. Uh, my a lot of them are trying to chase a thousand miles in a in a year because okay. as sort of like training, it ends up being about I think twenty miles um, a week, which is pretty mm-hmm. great. That's kind of a if you're a half marathoner, that's a pretty solid amount of running consistently every single week to just kind of maintain. Yeah. And <clears throat> so my girlfriend it was 55 miles short um, of her goal. And so she's trying to get 55 miles in this last week. And so yeah. I ran seven miles with her, then she did 10, and then she did, I think she's going to do 10 today. And then she said, and then on Saturday... I'm going to do 13. I was like, great, you get it, girl. But she's, <laughs> don't be the person that's having to get all of your miles in the last week. I think that's but exciting. But the new one is, the new one is for 2024, 224 kilometers, 2,024 okay. kilometers hmm. in 2024, which equates to 1,257 miles. Hmm. So if you want to do 2024 Maybe I'll try that on kilometers, my machine that's or my, new pel- goal. my pel- Peloton. Um, my best yeah. year for resolutions was 2011, which I think was the year before I met you. But in 2011, I did 2011 Ooh. flip turns in the pool. I cool. Every day. And I finished in August. And then I did, I, I sent 211 postcards. I sent 211 postcards uh, on different days to different people. No repeats. Um so that was my. I like this. That was my two. That that was I crushed that year. I was like all about it. Um, this is kind so. of fun. What would okay? So if you, I like the postcard idea because now we're differentiating. But <clears throat> this is going to be the longest podcast we've ever had. But if you were to do uh, 2024 kilometers run, 2024 kilometers swam, uh, no flip turns. Mm-hmm. Did I did I get those mixed up? Yeah. Um no. and send let's just say 224 postcards. What could yeah. be another thing that has a bit of a different genre? Like 2024 pages read? That would be pretty good, right? Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to clarify what that means though. Like is that of read for pleasure? That'd be hard for me to read 2024 books. How many pages books for is that end up being? Like, that's like 10 I don't books. Know, I'm about to finish an 812 page book, so that's that's uh That'd be you know half of it right there, or a third of it right there. Help me with the math here, but if it is two thousand twenty-four pages on average, how many books is that? Just so I can. We six pages a day, so I don't know. Come on, now uh, we can do that. Yeah, of course we can do that. But what are we reading? Okay. Anything you can read whatever you want. It's just that you're going Mm -hmm. to read two thousand twenty-four pages in a year. Okay, I like that idea. By the way, Holden finished the very first Hunger Games in two days. It wasn't even two days. It was like a, a day and a half. Yeah, that book got it was for like Christmas. Crack. It it was like three hundred yeah. and I don't know forty pages. That kid is so fast, so smart. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um, I don't know what what else is. I think we should shut this thing down. 
because we're starting just to make up stuff to talk about. Um, but I do. But I want <laughs> I want recommendations from people of yeah, how could you too. quantify something that what would your, would what is my what? What's your goal? What's your 2024 related goal for yes. 2024? Or what's yeah. your theme? What's your theme that you're uh-huh. pursuing, and how does that the word. work for you? Um, and we'll talk about it. We'll evaluate it. In fact, we'll even interview you if you want. We'll, we'll come yeah. on the podcast. We'll talk to you about what it is that you're interested in. Um, oh, I like this. In the meantime, okay. we have some projects. We, Laura and I are publishing a book in 2024. That's pretty exciting. That's true. Yeah. Um, that we'll have more oh, I forgot we have to talk that about that. <laughs> later. We have uh, a couple of workshops, one coming up in February, which you might be interested in. Um, yeah, register. If you want something a little more um, like in depth, we are teaching the art and science of love for the Gottman Institute. That's um, yeah, that's longer than the Seven Principles program. <clears throat> you get more support from uh, therapists who are there to provide support during activities. So, if you're looking for a refresh, Seven Principles might be great. If you're looking for something a little bit more uh, intense, intentional or intensive. Art Science of Love, that's in March. You can go to gotman.com and find that. Um, we have our know, dates, by the way, are February, February 9th and 10th. And February right 9, now, um, yeah, you can still register for uh, the early bird discount, it looks like it's still available until January 9th. And then it's 425 if you register early. And that's per couple. And that includes all of your materials. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Um, uh, what's what in Costa What's in Costa Rica? You, I'm going to that uh, training with Terry and Esther. That's right. That's right. Yeah. What are you cool. doing? Are you going going anywhere? <clears throat> uh, no. Like we don't except for year. we we have traveled, and I kept saying to Ryan, all I want to do is just sit still. Yeah. We got done with our uh, Mexico uh, wedding that we went to, and we got home, and I was like, oh, sweet relief. We don't have <laughs> anything on the calendar. Nowhere this is go. amazing. Yeah. And then I turned to my husband right before we started recording the podcast, and I said, hey, why don't we take a road trip this weekend? Because I'm getting kind of bored just sitting around the house. <laughs> took you one day to remember. That it, you- I know. <laughs> I know. I'm so antsy. I cannot sit down. I've got to go, go, go. So um, we're going to go seek out some snow. Uh, well, happy weekend. new year, everybody. And uh, Happy New Year. I hope that you are saying yes again to your relationship. Thank you for hanging out with us in 2023. And uh, we look this forward to This is my outro. I do the outro. In 2024. Okay. Now I do the outro. Now you say, I think we should land this hey, plane. Let's land this plane. Let's go ahead and land this plane. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio, episode 301. I cannot believe we're in the 300s now. Whoop, whoop. Um, So Zach had mentioned we have a workshop coming up, The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. That's on February 9th and 10th. You can register for that weekend intensive. It's a Friday evening and then half a day on Saturday on our website, marriagetherapyradio.com. If you scroll down just a little bit, you'll take a look at it. Early registration rate gets you in the door if you register before January 9th. This is also an incredible present for, uh, let's just say, like your kids or your sister and their partner. Um, So think about maybe doing it yourself and then also purchasing registration for a family member or friend. If it doesn't work out, you can always roll that registration over into the spring, which is coming up May 17th and 18th intensive or our fall intensive, October 11th and 12th. Thanks for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. (laughs) 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.